0: You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach.
1: Hey there and welcome to episode number 110 with my guest today, Bill Levity from the band Firehouse. Now just a a quick reminder for those who don't know who Firehouse is, let me explain to you what they've accomplished. So, so far they've had 16 gold and platinum records. They've had over 7 million sales worldwide, 2 Billboard Hot 100 Top 5 Hits, 4 Billboard top 125 hits. They're the winner of the American Music Awards, a two-time winner of the ASCAP Songwriters Award. Their song Love of a Lifetime has been voted the number one wedding song. Their songs have been used in network TV shows, major motion pictures, video games, all around the world. So make sure you check out all the Firehouse albums as well. It was definitely one of my favourite bands coming up through the 80s and 90s. Now, Bill was actually my very first guest on episode number one back in 2017. And since then, I did another podcast in 2018, which was episode number 41, where I broke down some of Bill's techniques and listened to more of his solo albums. So in this episode, Bill talks about the new album he's got out called Divided We Fall, which is an amazing album filled with 10 great tracks, which you'll be able to hear parts of today throughout the podcast. So I highly recommend after listening to today's podcast, click on the link in the show notes, which is the levity.com, where you can purchase the album Divided We Fall, plus all the other CDs that Bill's got out as well. So I hope you guys really enjoyed the interview. It was great catching up with Bill again after all these years. So before we go to the interview, let's have a listen to one of the songs off Bill's album called Strong. i yeah. Adam, How you doing, buddy? Good, how are you, mate? I'm well, fantastic, appreciate you having me on your show. No, no problem, it's been a long time, yeah, man. Yeah, I think the first one was um August 2017, so yeah, three years ago. Wow, well, time flies, <laughs> it does. No, congratulations again about the, the new album.
2: Oh, thanks, man, I appreciate it. It was finally gave birth,
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, uh, I did another podcast, it was episode 41 back in 2018 where I, I broke down some of your other albums, the, the solo albums as well. I noticed, I was listening to it yesterday, and some of those songs were actually on that one, that podcast as well. You're a natural and uh, memorable.
2: Oh, okay, cool. Well, thank you for for, for playing that and um, and doing this one as well, you know. Um, my plan was, when I was writing songs for, for this album, was to release each song as I finished it. Yep. And then once I get 10, you know, a batch of 10, I uh, Put it out as an album and press up some CDs or whatever. And I mean, it took me a long time to get these ten. I had a lot of uh, a lot of firehouse touring and yeah. uh, other projects that people hired me to do and stuff. So I finally finished this last song. took a, took a long time to to figure this one out, but uh, finally did it. Got it pressed up. Yeah, that's great. Ready to go.
1: <laughs> so the last one is that the divided we fall.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the last one. I named the album that. Yep. Um, I don't know. I guess you know your your newest song is often the the freshest and you get most excited about it. So that's what the title became. And, and, um, you know, I finished that song. and I learned more about mixing and got that mix sounding as good as I could get that song. And then I listened to some of the other songs that well, actually all the other songs that I released previously as singles. And I felt like the mixes were not as good as the latest song. So I remixed all those songs. And so the new album has all the new mixes on it. To updated mixes.
1: Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, because I remember listening to "You're a Natural" and I thought, yeah, it sounded a little bit different than two years ago.
2: Yeah, cool. Well, I'm, it's cool that you were able to to pick up on that.
1: Who the players on the, the album?
2: Okay, so Michael Foster plays on seven of the songs, drums. Michael Foster's the drummer for Firehouse. He plays on seven of the songs. Uh, Keith Horn plays on I think eight of the songs, plays bass on eight of them. Yep. Um, Andre LaBelle plays drums on three of the songs. I played bass on two of the songs. Okay. So, uh, but you know, it, so it's it's just us. And uh, I play – I did the singing and the, you know, guitars and keyboards and, you know, mandolin and dobro where there was, you know, this song with that kind yep. of stuff on it and miscellaneous kind of instruments. I did all that kind of stuff. So.
1: yes, yeah. And you did all the harmonies as well, I take it? The vocal harmonies? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I I sang the harmonies too. That sound great. Amazing harmonies.
2: Oh, man, thanks. Thanks. Man, I, I can't sing like CJ, but, you know, being – in the same room with him for uh, 30-some years, you yeah. know, you, you pick up on how you know how he uh, forms his vowels and and how he sings is so good. And, you know, and he's got a great set of pipes. Yeah. So I don't, but um, listening and being around somebody like that, it can really influence you and really kind of uh, teach you. It's kind of like getting vocal lessons every night from a, an expert, you know, <laughs> so yeah. that's the way I look at it.
1: No, exactly. I know what you mean, for sure. The, the vocals are great on the, the album. Oh man, I appreciate it so much. I... No, that's true. I mean, you know, oh, thank you. You hear a lot of guitarists, you know, release their albums and they do all the vocals on there. And they think hmm, maybe, you know, just stick to the, stick to the guitar, you <laughs> know. <laughs> well, but...
2: I sometimes feel like I should, so I appreciate the words of encouragement because uh, eh, singing's, you know, tough. You know, it's it's the thing that's up front in the mix, and it's what everybody really kind of hones in on. And if it if it's sharp or flat, you know, it doesn't sound right. And unless you're Bob Dylan, you know, a guy like Bob Dylan, he can sing a little bit out of pitch and it still sounds cool. But my voice, it's it's it doesn't sound cool. I've got to be in tune in order for it to sound good. So that's (laughs) kind of one of the struggles that I have in my. But, but, you know, practice, it's it's. I've been putting a lot of practice into it, so I appreciate the, you know, your, yeah. your kind words. No, no problem.
1: So did you write all the lyrics for the, for the album? Yes,
2: I did, with the exception of For Better or Forget It. Um, I wrote the song, and um, I was telling my wife, you know, it needs a bridge, and I got this, it's this key. And she went to the grocery store, and she mm-hmm. came back, and she goes, i got the bridge. And she sang that bridge, and I was like, "That's perfect!" Oh, wow! I couldn't believe it. So, <laughs> so she helped me write that uh, that song for Better or Forget It.
1: Wow! Yeah, because yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that song because when I heard it, it's just one of those songs where you hear it and you think, "I know this song." But, you know, I couldn't figure like maybe it was a cover or original, but yeah, oh, it's a great, catchy tune. It's really good.
2: Oh, thank you. It's uh, it's kind of country and it's kind yeah. of hard rock with the guitar sounds and. Um, it's got a southern feel for sure, but oh, yeah. um, you know it's it's a funny kind of song. It's a humor,y humorous uh, novelty, a little bit song yeah. about um, you know two people taking their wedding vows, and the uh, the guy says for better or for worse, but the the girl says for better or forget it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah.
2: that's what that's about.
1: Yeah, no, I mean definitely picture this song on one of those you know country channels. that
2: Man, I hope somebody'll play it. We love for
0: better or for worse, not for better or forget it. Everybody heard it when the preacher man said it. It'll drive a man to drink it out of tears if you let it. For better off for worse, not
2: for better or forget
1: it. Uh, how about the song Um Ace Bandage? What what's that about?
2: Yeah, so that was the first song I wrote for this album, and I was I was in the shower and um I came up with that chorus yeah I'm an ace bandage wrap me around your heart yep. so a- ace bandage uh, you know it can you can wrap it around your ankle when you twist your ankle you can wrap it around your wrist when your wrist is is hurting yep. and uh, in this case you can I'm, I'm the ace bandage you can wrap me around your heart when you're hurting <laughs> Hey, you never know, maybe Ace Bandage will use this for one of their uh, promotional songs and they'll pay me, uh, you know, uh, millions of dollars.
1: Yeah, that's right, for sure. And
2: I'll live happily ever after.
1: Yeah. Um, Now, can we go to the song, The Bloom Is Off The Rose? That's another great song. Now, is that Michael on drums for that one?
2: Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you like that one.
1: Yeah. I think everyone can really um, get a connection with this song because, like you say, like everybody knows the real you, if I'm right in saying it, like about someone that, you know, thinks they're someone, who, they're not really that person.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's somebody yeah. who, um, some just, you know, there are people in, in our lives who are just real jerks, yep. you know, yeah. and they think very highly of themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a song dedicated to those people.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so we, we all have them in our lives.
1: Exactly. And um,
2: I decided to write about them.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking about putting this one up, up on my Facebook and you know, tagging a few of those people saying, "Listen to this song." <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, please do, please yeah. do. Uh, for more people that hear it, maybe they'll they'll change their ways and they'll uh,
1: come back down to earth. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, like I was saying, uh, Michael, there's yeah, some great feels and everything, great drum playing in that one as well. Uh,
2: oh man, I you know, he's uh, he's just an amazing musician and uh, extraordinary thinker of mm. rhythm and of the song and creative elements to, to put in the song. You know, the, the, he elevated these songs to a huge new level. Mm. And um, he, he's got a, such a great vocabulary of tasteful licks. Yep. And um, yeah, so it was just a pleasure to, to, to work with him. And, and he, just just wonderful to have him take these songs to a new level.
1: Yeah, oh for sure. I mean, I remember seeing you guys when we played with you back in '95 at the Hard Rock Cafe in Jakarta, just sitting there side stage, you know, watching. And Michael, just you guys are, yeah, you know, very lucky to have him. Is an amazing player.
2: Oh yeah, he he, uh, no doubt about it. We are super lucky to have him, and mm. and you know, he's he's one of my best friends in the world, and and um, he lights up the music. You know, mm. his energy, it, it just just lights it up. In, in a unique way. I mean, it's just there's nobody that plays like him.
1: Did he play in Divided We Fall as well?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he, he sure does. He,
1: so I know well, it's like you got that you know, great little intro with the riffs and then pretty much straight into that shuffle type feel, which I think he's really good at as well.
2: Oh, he's a master at it and, and um, just makes it so easy to play with. Yeah. And when you have a drummer who's got a huge groove like that, um, it, as a guitar player, it makes it so easy to, to, to feel. And just he's just something really loose about his the way he plays yet it just feels so perfect. Mm. I I can't describe it, but um, he's just magic. He really is.
1: Now, I want to ask you about the song, My Right Mind, which is more of that bluesy type feel. And again, great solos in that one as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. And actually, I noticed, like, even listening to this one, like I said, I did that podcast a while ago, Breaking Down Your Style, but I felt like I felt like a new style in this song of your playing, especially when it broke down and, you know, it's just laying on that. Is this album tuned down to E-flat?
2: Well, I think most of them are tuned down to, um, tuned down a whole step to D because... Oh, okay. We Firehouse started tuning down a whole step about, I don't know, nine years ago or so. Yep. The guys in Winger said, you guys should do it. It, it just makes the band sound even bigger.
0: Yeah.
2: And I asked, I asked Reb and Kip, I was like, well, does it, is it weird to sing? Not at all. And does it sound mm. weird? Not at all. You, you won't even notice the difference. If you go down uh, uh, you know, a minor, if you tune down a minor third, yep. you will notice a difference. But with a whole step, you don't. But it just makes the band sound bigger. Mm. So we started doing that. So all my guitars were set up to basically D, you yep. know, um, down a whole step. So in writing these songs and recording them, I just used my main guitar at the time, which they were all C-R-All-Sip guitars, but I've, I've kind of switched from this main guitar being my main guitar to this next one being my main guitar to this next one being my main guitar. Yeah, All C-R-All-Sip guitars, but all tuned tune down a whole step. I think they're all tuned down um, a whole step. I'm trying to think if... My uh, for better or forget it. I might have tuned that one down a little further. I can't remember. That was a while ago, but that one might be. I might even have that that uh, low E string down to a C. I can't remember. Uh, just to make it sound like it's a drop D. Yep. But um, and I'm really I'm embarrassed that I don't really know that off the top <laughs> of my head. It was just so long ago. Like I said, I think that one was written uh, probably in 2014 as well. Okay. So that song uh my right mind uh, lyrically is a little kind of story about you know how i you know was playing bars back in the old days uh you know in the the cover band circuit around here and working in a grocery store and then at night i'd go and and play and then drive three hours home from wherever the gig to get up in the next morning to go to work and but that breakdown i i tried to um to to channel the uh the richie blackmore vibe Mm. on that with you know the neck pickup and um, yeah, Phrygian dominant kind of uh-huh. scheme. Trying to do something like that, but but then it, then it goes into the lyric, the little bridge part of of that. Yep. You know, a little distorted vocal and then kind of a different different sound, different kind of place to take to take everybody, and then then right back to the chorus again.
1: Well, you just answered my question. I was going to ask you about that that little scale you did in that little breakdown because, I mean, in standard tuning. It was like a an F riff, but you you start the solo off on an F sharp. And go up the the run, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, so it's in G. The song's in G, but I'm tuned down a whole step. Yeah. So, you know, but it's a G, G sharp, B. Mm. So it's got a major third in it. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like a Phrygian, but with a major third. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then, that's a fun one to throw in there for a little bit of uh, yeah, Egyptian magician.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Snake <laughs> charmer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: starting to remember what these songs were about you know gosh yeah. some of them are uh, you know seven years old or five to six years old something like that so it's, yeah it's nice to try and i haven't done a lot of interviews about the album it just came out so yeah it's i'm glad to talk to you first you've always been a really cool cool guy and a great supporter i appreciate it
1: oh, no problem thank you i mean you're the one that got this podcast started and you know put me on to those other guys i think it was like joey allen and uh, mark Kendall and you know it just all happened from there uh, they're all cool, cool guys, man. Yeah, and they're really good. Uh, now, how about the song "You're a Natural"? That's that's been around for a while, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, I can't remember when I released that one, but it's probably been a few years. Mm. But um, that's you know the lyrically that one's about the people that we know who are so talented, but they might they might waste their talent in 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 ways. Uh, so I think we all know a lot of people like that. And, and yeah. the hook, the twist is that you're a natural. Mm. you're a natural disaster that one is so a little little twist on that and then a little bit of you know judas priest influence Mm -hmm. on that one maybe a little bit iron maiden yep it breaks down in the maybe that's a little bit like influenced by ozzy a little bit maybe okay yeah Uh yeah so but uh, i'm I'm glad you like that one man i appreciate
1: it i mean it's probably one of my favorite solos on the album i'd say that the solo in it's great
2: oh thank you thank you it's uh challenging one it's it's right at the top of my um my range as far as speed i i don't think i can play any faster than that and so i'm glad the tempo wasn't uh you know one beat per minute faster or i would have uh, choked all over the place
1: yeah that's right well i guess if you ever ever have to play these live you have to let the guys know hey play at this tempo yeah
2: (laughs) no doubt no caffeine before we go on
1: yeah that's right So do you think, when I mean, once everything's back to normal, you'll maybe do a few little gigs for this album as well? I don't have any plans to do that. You know,
2: Firehouse is, is the mothership for us. Yeah. And we all have to be available all the time, mm. always on call for Firehouse gigs. So if I do a solo gig and we get a Firehouse gig, then I have to cancel that. And I just don't want to do that. So I've always approached these always as recording projects yep. and just a way to kind of release songs that, Art, you know, fit my voice and get some some more art out there for people to hang on their wall, so to speak. You know, or yep. put in their ears. So
1: I don't really have any touring plans or any any idea of taking it out on the road. Actually, talking about art, the artwork on the album. So who who did that one?
2: Great artist named Michael Barnard. He's a um, well. We, last time we saw him was in Vegas. So he he's kind of lives outside of Vegas and. Um, He's done some incredible art for us in Firehouse, as far as T-shirts. I asked, I told him about the um, the title of the album, "Divided We Fall," and um, I said, "Really like you to do something." And he put that together, and I just thought it just was just perfect. Yeah, and I really like the way it looks. It's it's a unique look to it. It's to me, it's really cool. He just did a fantastic job. He's a great artist.
1: No, it is. That's fantastic. It's really good. Yeah, it just goes, goes like I said, goes with the album. I mean, it's, a, it's just overall a, a great album, great songs, great artwork, and it's a perfect fit.
2: Oh, man, I appreciate it, buddy. I'm, I'm so glad you like it, and thanks for, for having it on your podcast and talking about it. I really appreciate
1: it. Yeah, no no problem. Like I said, I'll release this in a couple of weeks and um, get people onto it. The best way for people get onto it, on your website?
2: Oh, please. You know, if they, they get it off my website, leverty.com i will uh there's a little box where you if you want to buy the cd you can check autograph my cd you check that box and then it opens up a little window where you type in your name and i will sign it to you and i will send it out to you the next business day pretty much Um, unless something crazy happens it'll be the day after that i I really appreciate people supporting uh, me and i know other artists who sell music off their websites do appreciate that so much because uh, and, and actually if you only want the mp3s you can download that as well you can go to my website click just download the, the mp3s a link pops right up where you can click that link and you'll download all the mp3s right away so yep. it's great to do it that way um, I think because um, nothing against iTunes uh, but once you pay you know your digital distributor and iTunes you're you're only getting um, you know 60 cents on a $1. They they take 40%. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's a big chunk for an artist when you're we're selling an album for, you know, a dollar or whatever. So, yep, I mean yes. a song for a dollar. Mm. I should say so um, you know, we I really appreciate uh, the support directly to my website and um yeah. I really want to thank the guys at pc0.net who designed my website so that they have all these little bells and whistles where I I can sell the music, yeah. the MP3s directly off my website. So, you know, if you, if you aren't really listening to CDs anymore, like a lot of people, mm. you can just download the MP3s and, and, um, you know, owning the, uh, MP3s means a whole lot to, to all the artists out there trying to make a living off this, because as you know, streaming is really, um, taken over, but it doesn't pay anything to, to artists. So it's kind of hard to pay the electric bill off of streams. If, if you're a guy like me,
0: yep.
2: if you're, uh, you know, getting, uh, 10 million streams a month then you can pay your electric bill but it's yeah. yeah it's greatly appreciated when people buy it directly from the artist
1: yeah oh for sure or you can actually do what i did i mean i downloaded the mp3s and i actually want to get the cd as well so i want to go back and check that box and get the, the autograph one so it goes to my collection with all your other cds i already sent you one oh, are you serious <laughs> i did oh. yeah. <laughs> i was actually going to do that straight after this oh, surprise a- oh thank you very <laughs> much <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you're, you're all set, buddy. Oh, uh, it's amazing. Thank you so much. It's like a little amount of waiting customs, but
2: um, so be patient because sometimes the, the customs take up, you know, a week or so,
1: but it'll be there soon. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Over the moon. It's excellent. <laughs> So can we just talk a little bit about the, the whole virus situation at the moment and how it has affected you and the band Firehouse? Have you guys got shows coming up or postponed at the moment?
2: Yeah, they, they, they're getting postponed and everybody uh, you know this summer is saying, hey, how, we had the, the July 15th date, uh, but how about if we do July 18th, 2021? Yeah. So there's a lot of that. Yep. Uh, we had one that was almost going to happen on July 15th but it it kind of backed out at the last minute. Right right now we have our eyes set on August 15th where there's a show in Indiana that is, um, it's still solid. Mm. So hopefully we'll be able to play that one. Um, You know, we're all ready to go and dying to get out and play again. Hopefully things will simmer down with this virus and we can get out there and start rocking again. Well, I'll tell you a quick story about firehouses. Um, You know, this was March 14th, let me think. Where? no, I can't get. I'm getting my dates wrong. But it was in March.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: We were in um, northern Minnesota, and we were all loaded into this great venue. Uh, sold this venue out. It was almost 2,000 tickets sold. Yep. Looking forward to plan. You know, of course, there was coronavirus that was happening in other parts of the world that were hotspots. We weren't really worried about it. In northern Minnesota, there are you know not a hot spot by any stretch, and uh, we're sound checking. And the entertainment director came up and said, "Hey, look at the word just came down from the governor that um, that we've you know we got to pull the show, we have oh, no. got to cancel the show." Oh man! No. Oh, yeah. Well, we understand, you know. Uh, yeah. So, well, we packed up everything,
1: Jeez. and
2: then the uh, the next night we had a gig in Iowa, mm. so we went down to Iowa. Everything was all set to go. We um, set up everything, made it through sound check right before we were going to go on. The entertainment director walked in and we were all thinking, oh, no, he's going to cancel the show. And he said, hey, man, will you guys cut your set short a little bit, maybe just do an hour? And we were like, oh, sure. we <laughs> thought you were going to tell us what the guy, the guy <laughs> told us last night, which is it's canceled. So yeah. we played for an hour and um, and that was the last time we played. Yeah. And so it's it's been a long spring and um, a long summer so far. Yeah. And um, hopefully this second wave will go away yeah. and um,
1: we can get back out and rock and roll. Yeah, that's it. Well, at least, um, I mean, do you, do you find it's, it's gave you more time to get this album out during the lockdown?
2: Well, it definitely gave me the time I needed to um, remix all the songs. Um, like I said, the, the, the last song that I did was... It was after march is when i finished the song yep. and then um, you know that's when i realized yeah it sounds you know sonically sounds better than those other songs so it gave me the time to go back and really go through them with the fine tooth comb and and really work on my mixing engineering uh skills so mm. i think that's that was that's, that was a plus you know to, to, to try to improve in some part of this uh this thing we call the music business.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah. So I got to that. Yeah. So, so you mix it all yourself, you say it.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: I, I did. And um, fantastic.
2: It was a lot. Some of those songs have a lot of tracks on them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was a challenge. And I got, and I got a new, some new studio gear and stuff too. So I had to kind of learn that as well. So it's, it's been time well spent off the road. Yeah. Um, but I still want to get back out and play live. Like everybody in Firehouse loves playing live. It's like a, so motivated to do that. Yeah, yeah, So, I can't wait to get the green light again to go
1: do that. Yeah. And then hopefully guys come down, finally come into Australia. Oh, man, I hope so buddy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for your time, Adam and. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate pleased. you. Take, you know, having me on the show again, man. It's always a pleasure. Have a great day. I'm going to go uh I'm going to go get some dinner.
1: Yeah, no worries. I'll get some breakfast. Alright, cool man. Alright. Thanks again. Thanks Bill. Alright. See you soon. See you then. Okay, bye, bye, bye bye. Bye. And again, I'd like to thank my sponsors Custom Guitar Picks, Musician, and Living Music. So join me next week for my interview with the guys from Primal Fear to talk about their new album coming out later this month. So to take us out, let's listen to another track off Bill's album called Love is Like a Song.
0: I sing it out of tune.